Welcome to Post Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. I don't know when this one will actually air, but it is Endgame Day. It is. It, it is Endgame Day for for us. For it's, us, we're seeing it. This is the Saturday after opening, so it's the twenty seventh. Endgame opened yesterday mm-hmm. and Thursday night. Thursday night, really, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the diehards. I mean, it, it already made what a billion dollars. It's. I just. I just checked. They don't have Saturday's totals, but okay. as of right now, on Saturday at you know three ish. It's at six hundred and forty-three million dollars worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> wow! It'll probably be the what the first movie to ever hit a billion on opening weekend. There is a there is a chance. There is a chance. I mean, it's definitely going to get close. If it if hit not, if it one hundred and fifty-six on a Friday, and even if it did a hundred the next two days, and then overseas does another. Th- I mean, it's it'll the, waver. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if not this weekend. Tuesday. It'll definitely, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tuesday, it'll be at a billion dollars, yeah. not even out a week. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. Well, and it was funny, as you mentioned when you got here, was as spoilers. Like, uh, once again, what we know, we know Robert Downey Jr. is not coming back. We mm-hmm. know Chris Evans is done. It doesn't mean they won't pop up, and they very well could die in this movie. We don't know. But when they literally kill Spider-Man. It's like, but he has another. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the trailer to that movie, and they're like, we never shot a movie. We shot a trailer to throw you off. Oh, I guess you deserve your billion dollars sure. then. Wow. Yeah. But it, that would be the only thing that could really... Oh. but So this that's weird. So you killed him off. That movie takes place before Endgame. And then we're... Done. Yeah. But he's young. You want to keep that franchise going. <laughs> so it, yeah. maybe Captain America lives. It's just a different Captain America moving forward. Yeah. It, it, I don't know what someone could tell me to spoil it. And like, oh no, we killed Stan Lee in this. Oh, that's just weird. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. Uh, I guess. And should you considering? Should yeah, considering you keep he that? passed away. I think I just avoiding it was the best. But it wasn't like I was sitting there actively. Okay, I'm shutting down any media right. for a day. I mean, I was talking to somebody who had seen Endgame Tuesday because. Oh. works at a theater. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we had a screening. And I didn't think about this, but the person works at a movie theater and it's like, I guess you kind of have to see it because if you're in the theater, mm-hmm. once people come out, like, obviously everybody's going to be talking about yeah. what just happened, whatever happened. Yeah. And you're not. That's spoiler. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to put on like headphones or leave or do mm-hmm. something. I was trying to like stay away from I'm not on social media a lot, but like just trying to even stay from articles because yeah. it's such a big movie that like even a headline like we get alerts. Right. Oh, so and so was killed, or so and you yeah. know this spoiler or whatever happened. Yeah. What's Robert Downey Jr. going to do now? Count his money. Yeah. Is what mean, he's going to do. <laughs> Love those questions. What's yeah. he going to do now? I mean, nothing. He can retire if he wants to. <laughs> yeah. Sleep on his bed of money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it, it's. I haven't, you know, actually haven't run into anything. So, right. I mean, I have again, I've been trying to like go online and trying to see like uh reaction videos from yeah. the movies or anything like that. I mean, not that I will even after. I mean, yeah, I reaction I'll probably there'll be a few people I hit to see what their opinion is, but I don't need right. rando Joe's, right. you know, two cents on this. <laughs> the one guy with the uh the DVD like oh, I wish we could remember face. his name. There was a backstory to it. There was a, uh, we were watching, it, he did horror movie reviews. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would, 
basically it was like he was watching his computer screen but the camera was above him so Mm -hmm. he was looking at the screen i think he was watching a game because we saw a reflection so he was watching a baseball game or something and then as he was talking about the video he would hold the video up above his head to the camera while looking down and talking it was genius (laughs) it was like what am i watching but we watched eight of them. Yeah, We're like, exactly. this guy is genius. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I need uh, his two cents. But it was funny because I, I did hit Twitter and things would trend. And it was like, Demon Wind. Oh, my God, is that a villain? And Demon Wind was some movie. Uh, do you know Billy Bob Briggs or whatever? It's like drive-in movies. It mm-hmm. Remember Elvira? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess his last show was that movie. Gotcha. But I didn't know. And it's just a Demon Wind. I was like. That sounds like a Marvel character. Does Demon Wind... Demon, that does sound like a Marvel Anything character. that was trending, all of a sudden I was just like, Ralph, what's Ralph mean? Who's Ralph? <laughs> and I didn't want to click on right. anything. Kevin Durant, is he in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be amazing. Kevin Durant scored 50 last night. No, he's actually in the... That would be as Kevin Durant. Yeah, because like I think the trend was... Uh, like Number one was like Endgame, just because people were talking about it. Number two was Kevin Durant, and then yeah. Ralph and Demon Wind. And I'm like... I guess Kevin Durant's in uh, Endgame. It's the only thing I can come to conclude. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, not on the Twitter that much, but, you know, just going and seeing what's trending, that's, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. You know, all those, like, guys who just rush to Twitter right after you watch yeah. them, or during, I don't know. Well, because that even if you write hashtag Endgame, hashtag spoilers, and you wanted to talk about it, well, whatever you talk about, if more people talk about it, is then going to start the trend. So, like, if all of a sudden you start talking about, like, Iron Man's death, Iron Man's going to trend. So, you're going to be, oh, I wonder why Iron Man's trending. Oh. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you have to, like, is that whole thing when we see, you know, uh, a celebrity uh, trend, you go, oh, is this, is it death or is it, like, sexual? Like, Especially when they're in that age of, like, 60. Yeah, yeah. And it's you're like, like oh, it could go either yeah, way. Like, why would he be trending? He had been in the news for years yeah it's like that's the only time i know when it's um like a betty white's birthday betty, betty white no i mean she is older oh it's her birthday yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, okay. i mean i was okay with that's it because you know stuff. she's yeah. lived a great life exactly. you know? <laughs> no betty mm. okay you start yeah breathing like if you see charles barkley you're like oh i don't yeah no i know be. he's not playing it could be is he anything. comment wait did he pass it there's so yeah. many different things where you're just like, I, I don't know. Do I click it? <laughs> That'd be an interesting game to be like, okay, daily trend, like just <laughs> to see this name. What do you think, you know, is is the story behind that? I and they just throw it up you're like, oh. Yeah. Especially someone who's like in 25. It's like, well, I don't know if they're dead. Or are they a drug? So you start <laughs> trying to like calculate their whole life story. Johnny Depp. Like, could be anything. Could be click like, oh, I, uh, okay. Oh, he just made another $45 yeah, million exactly. by me clicking it. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so John and I will be seeing um, Endgame tonight, three hours. I don't know why we're drinking water right now, which yeah. seems like the <clears throat> biggest mistake. I mean, because you know, you're locked in for three hours. You can't get out of it. You can't get out. You don't want to get out. And no one's ever lasted more than an hour without peeing, <laughs> without dying. <laughs> but in all these movies, um, and I, I think I agree up until this point, but... Um, People always say that thing where, you know, it's three hours, but it goes, like, you don't feel it. Yeah. It goes by quick. Normally, a three-hour movie, you go, yeah, I mean, we, 
could have cut a half hour yeah. out of that thing. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, is it three hours? I hear it's great, but is it I three mean, hours of awesome? Considering, I think, wasn't uh, Infinity War 240, and yeah. that blinked. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fat. I mean, it wasn't a short movie either, but it did go by, yeah. So I imagine with this being the last one, everything they have to wrap up, and it's not the last, I mean, we have another spider. There's Marvel movies on the slate for the next 15 years. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the last, wait, I thought we... Don't we have... No, I know. I've seen all your your release dates. It's just we're going to have different versions of these characters. So it's, you know, it's a 20-movie sum up. You know, 10 years and uh, 21 movies to sum up stories. So i feel like at the end, it'd be like, yeah, I could have gone through more. I could have I could have sat through the four-hour mint. <laughs> yeah. You think this is a four-hour director's cut? That I don't know because I know they shot these back-to-back. So, right, I mean, right. in theory, there's probably a six hours director shot where like, all right, here's movie one, and now here's movie two. <laughs> I know they did reshoots, of course, but yeah, that's a lot. I mean, and, and again, they could shoot whatever they want, do whatever mm-hmm. they want, have this ending, that ending, mm-hmm. or go here or there. Um, but like, a, would you sit down to a six hour like at home of <laughs> infinity? <laughs> yeah. Get up, go to the bathroom, maybe, you know. Watch it, watch it over like three days. Yeah, I like I did it. I watched six <laughs> hours, and that is pretty crazy. I mean, as it is, they, they what was it? The someone did the marathon. Some theater was doing the. That was fifty nine hours of all the movies, and it was like, oh my god, fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it straight. Yeah. Wow. And they, you know, they paid someone to do it just so they could. I think, and you could obviously get up. It wasn't like. Like Shia got up. Right. <laughs> That's true. I want to watch Shia watch all fifty. I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? Watching him, watching himself, watch the movies. <laughs> Do you think people it's like Incredible Hulk starts? Yeah, I'm gonna go get dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Look, back. I don't really need any information in this movie that moves me on to the next movie. Like that one's one where you could just sort of right, sort of stand alone. Yeah, I mean, you do have Iron Man, I think, in a end credit scene, and they sort of tie in a few other characters. But honestly, like that's one where it's like you could you could get a meal at that time. It's like, it, but I can eat it here, right? I can just go out and get not pay attention. You're just like twittering the whole time. I mean, well, he wasn't tweeting, right, um, Shia, when he was. No, he sat there with his hoodie and just sort of plowed through his uh, his filmography <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> we watched him do it. That was the thing. It's like, this is stupid. I'm fascinated. Right. Because, like, I think they posted what he was watching at that time. So you would sit there going, Oh, okay. That's why he seems happy. Then it would be one of the ones where he wasn't like not happy with his performance. Like he seemed like he enjoyed his younger films. Yeah, probably because it was a simpler time. Oh, that was before he used to oh, beat he people re- up. Really <laughs> did enjoy it. I remember that. He really did. <laughs> oh, that was before I became an asshole, <laughs> but with a good heart for some reason. He looked, uh, he looked on those fondly, and then, <laughs> and then. It wasn't Transformers. I was just going on a tangent. It wasn't Transformers that he was just like. I think he put his hood up. Yeah. During I think Transformers Two was when he like put the yeah. hood up and just sort of like <laughs> bit down. I was like, oh, that's not me. Like, not and I'll there. I'll throw it out there. I'm not a fan of the the Transformers movies, which you know that's not like going on a limb. Yeah. Uh, don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, but I would still say like his performance is the best thing in both those movies. Like, cause he's oh yeah, yeah good in both those movies. They're just not good movies. I think he's going all in. Yeah, you know, and it's sort of I was sort of okay with 
the first one like i say sort of okay i was actually quite angry but but sort of okay (laughs) i mean it was like my favorite um cartoon growing up and it was like it's it's one of those things where you look and go if i would have done it that whole thing i mean i I wouldn't have done it at all like it's being done but um you know um, is what it is uh but it was just funny to me to watch him go all in, you yeah. know, because he's like, you're in Transformers, but you're really selling out. You're just really going ahead, going, um, going hard on this. So, I mean, good for him. Yeah. But it's like, you see what everybody else is doing. They're just like, he literally phoning it in. Or hamming it up. Like, right, yeah. uh, what's his face? Um, Oliphant? Is it Oliphant or? No, no, Josh Dumal. Right, right, right. Uh, Dumal, yeah. he, he sort of just was. I'm in it. I'm in a Transformers movie dressed as an army guy. I'm going, that's what how I'm playing it. Where Shia had like looked at the script and went, I could get the drama elements out of this. Yeah. No, it's Transformers. <laughs> Honestly, you, you have about four pages that we're going to stretch you through this whole movie. You have about four pages of dialogue that we're going to make into three hours. And there's going to be robots fighting around you. <laughs> no, I, I can get the meat of this story. Okay. Man. It's almost like getting Daniel Day Lewis to do a Transformers. I would be so in, <laughs> yeah, but I'd be sad. I mean, just like if that's where it's gone. But you would. Be, it would but, probably but be the best one. I'd have to like <laughs> know what he's doing in Transformers. He's one of the Transformers. I, I'm going to be the the man that turns into a robot. I, that's not how it yeah, works. That's how I'm going to interpret it. Dude, oh. He does it. You're like, oh, sh- he did it, and you just walk out. Yeah. Academy Award right now. <laughs> like you must, you know, approach him as whatever robot name he gives himself. Like uh, at Crafty, you know, uh, Mister Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> did you want a coffee? No, I only drink oil because I'm a robot. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, it would be the best performance it would. we'd it ever would. see. Just like Anthony Hopkins, Daniel Day. Just get them all in there. Yeah. Bring uh, Solomon's Olivier back. Just, just put him digitally. On, you know, Orson Welles. That Orson Welles direct. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Yeah, I, I would see an Orson Welles directed uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get through the whole thing. Not one car's turned in anything. It's like no, it's a think piece. Right. <laughs> We're all Transformers on the inside. What? I, I don't understand this movie. It's just like a shot of a car, like. You know, 300 yards into the distance. Will it transform? Will it not? We don't know. Terrence Malick. Come find out. <laughs> exactly. We, we, we really don't know. Credits. <laughs> yeah, credits. <laughs> it was funny. Um, we're talking because there's a, you know, we always talk about like reboots and stuff like that. For some reason, I was thinking about Pump Up the Volume for because mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, pump Up the Volume. Christian Slater is a uh, high school pirate radio host, although vaguely because it's not. He just sort of talks into it, and he's not really 100% sure what he's doing. And I was thinking that there are some movies that always feel like, well, you couldn't reboot that, or you couldn't make that. Only, I was thinking about that one as like how you would do it, because how we live now is so different. It's not so much how you can take a movie from the 80s and just, oh, we'll take the ideas. Mm -hmm. Like, this is literally an idea of a kid sitting in his basement with a shortwave radio, talking realize he's on the air but not realize but it's it can only be in a circle of the town so he can't have podcasts so it's like well they would instantly know how to bust them and you can say whatever you want because it's not you know you're hosting it somewhere or you're posting somewhere it's like 
he got in trouble with the FCC because of the language. And he was pirate, you know, right. to rent the wave or whatever. So, I don't know. I was just trying to think, and I was like, I don't know if you could. I don't know if that's a movie you could do logically. Because even now, if it was like, oh, a guy with a pirate radio, who's going to yeah. l- What kids in high school, it's like, hey, there's some guy on the radio. What the fuck's a radio? Right. <laughs> yeah, Does he I have a podcast? <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Is it, then I'm, yeah. I have no way of And then if listening. I download it's like, oh, he might be some kid here. All right. Because it, ha- it would have to be something that would ha- be happening in life. Not like, oh, I listened to it yesterday, and then he has some other show, and then no right. one else is listening to it. I just don't know. I don't think any movie is reboot-proof. I think anyone can put some sort of spin. Like, they're doing Dirty Rotten Scandals that they're just called The Hustle with someone oh, right. else, and it's like, just do something else. I mean, that, oh, my, that's pretty much my take on every reboot. Just do something else. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I guess, you know... You, once you have that built-in sort of audience and familiarity with a uh, an entity, you reboot it for that reason yeah. because, you know, probably easier to get investors and all that because they're like, okay, people kind of know this product. But, yeah, I think people on the other receiving end of it with the content, it's like, do, does everything have to be rehashed? Yeah. I think I was listening to podcast where i forget who was talking and he was just like he was talking about reboots and one he was doing or pitching and he's like believe me every movie that you liked that you've seen that was popular is somewhere Mm. um has somewhere someone has the rights some studio has the rights to reboot it and they're in process right now (laughs) and so it's like i've even tried to like pull up stuff that I like and say, Hey, what about this? Yeah, we're doing that. So it's, it's, I don't know why everything has to be a reboot or whatever. Now it's like, you know, like the hustle, like we're going to make it with the women, which I think it's great, but it's also like, okay, we're going to put in an effort to put more women in things. Mm -hmm. um, We're going to like take this property that was, you know, sort of populated by men but we're just going to switch it like ocean to eight like we're going to switch it to women and it's like well they can't have their own new thing it's like come on so i have a big problem with the reboot because it's like trying to rehash something yeah i get it in one's career like if it's something that you absolutely love maybe Mm -hmm. do it once but like i'm all for like originality something new something that like hasn't been done before but every time you like rehash something it's like i mean there's tons of things out there that you could be making movies yeah. about. And I get it. Like, you don't know if it's going to do well and it's a lot of money. But, you know, something like Pump Up the Volume, I don't know how you would do that today. Like you said, there's a way you could spin it. Um, like, the only – I think you could do a sequel, but the sequel would have nothing to do with the radio. It would just be him getting out of jail, you know. But also, too, I don't know if he would be – if you did it now, it's like he just got out of jail – 25 years for being on the like a pirate radio I, I logistically the idea or what is he doing now that's the only type of those are the things i kind of like the idea of like them doing like bill and ted 3 for example mm-hmm. i like the idea of knowing where these people are it's like oh what an interesting concept they're still time traveling or whatever but yeah pump of the volume i think would have only worked 10 years after the movie came out granted it didn't make any money either of like him getting out of jail and then, you know, even 10 years after the movie came out, which was 89, would have been 99 and like where we were, you know, 
or even if it was say we just drop him in you know like the early two or the mid 2000s when podcasts or like anything pretty much went it's like i can't believe i went to jail for this and look at all these youtube videos or yeah. like these viral videos but i i don't know that's one of those ones where people always figure out a way like with a horror film hey my cell phone reception because like you watch you know friday the 13th now and you're like you, someone should just pull out their cell phone or something yeah. i mean there's a killer here and now they just sort of do it it's like hey we have no service all right you know that's that's clever or no one believes them on the other line make a phone call right oh it's that donnie kid again <laughs> you know so right i get I, yeah i think it's just and, and once again everyone can figure out a spin like you said there's probably eight pump up the volume scripts right now mm -hmm. you know because they're like oh we could figure this out but i don't know why i was just thinking of it the other day it's like i just don't know what you could do now that would be the same with the same idea that he's talking to the school or about the school with the kids that go to the school but you would have to keep it so local so you couldn't do a podcast that'd make no sense i don't know if you'd want to do the pirate because i just don't know if kids would be like oh i had to dig out my family radio because no one has one anymore you know like right. find a radio i don't have a radio anymore a radio I don't even have, I mean, I have radio in my car, but who's going to go sit in their car to listen to, you know, this? Because, I mean, their whole thing was that people were in the car, some people were in their yeah. bedroom. Like, it was the radio, like, and someone just flipped to this dial while listening to, you know, K-Rock or something while doing homework. It's just, I don't know, like, people now just listen to whatever music they want to listen to. Right. Or listen to a podcast. So, it, it just, I guess the only, I mean, then I think in my head, I was like, I guess you could do, like, a I just don't even know if you could broadcast a TV signal. Like someone just turned to like, you know, if you have antenna TV or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, I went to 5522. There's some rando guy on it. But once again, I don't even know how you would. I don't even know if you can broadcast yourself. Like, I don't know what equipment you would need. Right. I mean, I'd... I mean, that would be the only way. It's like, hey, you have, you know, go to this channel, like plug in an antenna because some people have antennas still i guess and some people have cut cable yeah you know but i think the idea is that i mean i don't remember the movie that much but like the idea is that everyone sort of has access or could get access to this radio right so if it's like something where oh people do have an antenna so they could it's like people don't people yeah. don't do anything people don't even <laughs> go to the bathroom let alone people don't do anything they don't do they don't really literally everywhere you go everyone's looking at one thing and that's the phone and it's like i hate seeing a table of family of four and like everyone is yeah. engaged on their cell phones right individually so the way i think it would probably work is that some sort of controversial vlog that's speaking to a certain group of people that and it may be something that just shakes up you know right. something in a way that it's it would have to be now it would have to be like offensive or there have to be some element to it where it's just like you know the person has to be on the run or some sort of secret yeah. because nowadays you can really do anything and no one's really gonna come out well and that thing it's like where you could just sort of like oh this is where he's uh broadcasting from yeah because we have the ip address like i just feel like the legit and once again you can logistically talk yourself out of any movie i mean for god's sakes we're gonna be you know watching a movie where they're fighting in space i know it doesn't exist <laughs> so i understand you know real world and not real world yeah i think you know but i think it's just that idea of in the movie works for that time where he was just broadcasting 
within a certain circle could hear it on the radio, then you can't really track the radio signal. They bring the FCC in, from what I remember. And the only thing they tried to do, because he gave them a phone number, so like he would call people if they left their phone number. Because he even gave a P.O. box, which I thought was an interesting twist on the movie, so he could get fan mail or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were able to like sort of triangulate from a telephone call to... The, but it's like, I just don't even know what you could say now. Like, if it's like, oh, this is offensive. Yeah. Is it? I, that's the thing. I, I don't know what you could... Unless it's something that's like... You know, you could tell people to do illegal stuff, yeah. or, I mean, but that's not necessarily. Yeah, like who's it's like? Oh, he just does hate speech the whole time. It's like, oh, the whole school listens; they're enthralled. It's like, wait, what? This is the worst school <laughs> ever. <laughs> so I, I mean, yeah, that 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 right that uh that page one rewrite. If you're gonna like do a revamp reboot of pump up the volume, that's that's gonna take a lot of a lot of work, a lot of planning, and a lot of really thinking about how this will work in today's age yeah. and like right what would even be yeah that offensive and then it's like well let's set it in 89 or let's set it in you know the 80s and then it's like why yeah i mean you know there are towns and stuff like that that you know it could be like a it's a mennonite town or some sort of it could be a town that may not have all of but that's not it's not really what it was about i mean i don't yeah, it was sort know. of a social commentary of the time. Oh, your social commentary script yeah, there it is. Uh, <laughs> of the time and how how this how this you know kids view or how an old man viewed what kids viewed because <laughs> the guy probably that wrote the script was probably you know fifty. Yeah. So how he viewed how everything was going down in, the, in our society and you know the you know rough eighty nine. Yeah. But imagine, yeah, you're you're <clears throat> in your office. You have a whiteboard. Okay pirate radio kids listen from the radio looks around all right i don't even have a radio <laughs> and i'm old enough to own a radio all right you know yeah podcast well they'd be able to find out who he is instantly because you have to host it all right done like you just start going down your thing going well fuck it i'm not rebooting this <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't how would you yeah i mean that element of you know he's sort of anonymous how are you gonna do that you right know? sometimes you just like at the end of the day you sort of have to just like saying don't go into the IP. Don't go to any of that, right? Because someone like you, someone like me, go well, want to. You can really easily trace this guy yeah. if you did that. But if you just suspended disbelief for a little bit and just went along with it, it could yeah. work. Like if you watch Pump Up the Volume right now, like it still could work, right? Because those sort of parameters are, are set forth, you know, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, you and I know, okay, of the time, yes, that's what happened. If you don't, if you go. Hey, pirate radio, and you go, what's a radio? Then you can go, oh, this is so foreign to me, this whole radio thing and pirate thing. I'm just going to take it as is and just go in with that. Oh, okay. This is a time where people, you know, couldn't trace people. You know, I think a lot of times, like, with horror movies and stuff like that where, you know, you watch it and it's either set in an earlier decade Mm -hmm. or it's from that time. You just sort of go along with it, like if they just only had like a landline and there yeah. were no cell phones, and then you go, okay, but you could still like be in the movie. Yeah, you know? there's no way she can call anybody because she's she can't get to the phone. You yeah, know? not like why wouldn't you just take out your cell phone? Right. Um, yeah, and those are easy things to fix. Though it's like she dropped her cell phone. The cell phone's dead. Sure. Like you, you can sure. write yourself that out because there used to be this kids. If there's kids listening, there used to be a place called Radio Shack. Where you could buy anything 
that was radio, oddly enough. Like you could, that's where you mainly went for batteries. You needed um, a remote control car. Even at one point they sold computer parts, but they were always kind of the most expensive place. But if you needed a wire, you needed a shortwave radio, you needed soldering things. They had, it was just a hodgepodge. It was everything like they had toys for some reason they sold some computers but then computer parts then radio parts like you would just go there if your shortwave radio broke you would go there to get a wire and solder it yourself but i remember going there and you could buy hear yourself on the radio and basically that was was just a little like shortwave radio that you could sync up to the right station like you would talk and try to find the station it was hitting right i didn't own one i saw it work so it's like oh 90 90.1. Oh, that's where my voice is. And over like, you know, 300 feet, anyone 300, because if it was a, you know, small enough and you weren't, you know, had enough power, you could probably talk to your friend across the street. Oh my God, you're on the radio. That's hilarious. So the idea that he had maybe $200 worth of stuff from Radio Shack, you know, it's like, oh, and then once he realized it's, oh, it's kind of fun. I'll amp it up a little bit. I'll just have fun, you know, and that's kind of how the idea of it starts. I think now it's just like, yeah, you could probably just, oh, I hide my IP address because of, you know, I have a VPN. You know, so there, there's ways to probably work around the idea. But I just think with like a podcast, I just don't know if it would work. Yeah. Even if you hid how you sent it or whatever, it's like, oh, I use a fake account through a fake VPN through this to get it to SoundCloud. Then SoundCloud links it to an iTunes account that I made up. Like you could, but then it also seems like, I'm doing a lot of work to hide who I am. This guy was just in the movie, just talking at night, turn off his signal and go to school the next day. There was no real work to it. He had a voice modulator. I remember that. So it disguised his voice, which I feel like that movie should have been three hours because I feel like I needed more story to it. There's a lot more that could go into it. Yeah, Radio I worked at Radio Shack. It was, um, (laughs) yeah, one of my problem moments. Yeah, those shortwave radio, you know, all those kits that they yeah. had, you know, junior kits that, you know, you can go up and, like, uh, grow up and, uh, I guess, you know, your dad will bring in there. I mean, nobody bought those by the time, well, at yeah. the time I was working there. Um, it, it went was in ba- for batteries? It was basically batteries. It's like, that's that's the money. I found this weird battery in this old thing I have. Do you sell these? Yes, we yep. do. Yep, we have we to buy a 12-pack of them. <laughs> God damn it. I know. <laughs> Batteries and cables, that's what they made. The oh, cables, of. that's what I was trying to think yeah. of. The markup on those were, was ridiculous. But, but it yeah. was just like Radio Shack was always close. And that mm-hmm. now it's like, unless it's going to hinder, yeah, two days through Amazon. So it's like, yeah, and I'll just wait two days. I don't need my wire until the weekend, and it's Monday. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why they're all like, all these stores are closing because... Again, people don't do anything. They just go and, you know, <laughs> go on my phone and just push a button. I just love that. People don't do anything. <laughs> they just don't. It's like, you know, malls are... Cl- all these places are closing just yeah. because... I mean, yeah. If you if I told you, and it's actually happening, because I don't right. have to tell you, but like, hey, if I told you... Okay, if I told you, like, maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you can just sit there on your phone and you can shop for whatever you want it'll come to your door you don't have yeah. to go out at all yeah anything you want like you literally anything you do not have to go out at all you don't have to go out for food you don't have to go out for anything no. clothes nothing yeah everything comes to your door yeah you'd be like I, yeah i think i would want that or that just doesn't seem practical and then once you start doing it yeah. you go oh 
Yeah, but it's not going to be like groceries. I'll still right. have to grocery. No, no, not yeah. anymore. Like, no one's going to pick my... F- and then you get it. And you're like, oh, okay, all right. Look, but I want to go to McDonald's. Ha ha. You know, yeah. we got that yep. for you. It's like, oh, I literally don't have to do anything. <laughs> I can just stay here. We're like about five years away from being Wally. We are. No, totally. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the thing is technology, the way technology and... um capitalism works is just that you know you're always looking for that next best thing that thing to make you know um things a little easier for people and so they're crunching that they're making algorithm algorithms just for that and it's just like every second of the day they're figuring out how can we make things easier for Mm -hmm. people so that they can buy our product and so like the wally thing yeah it's like can i sit in a chair not move move around get fed you know have entertainment do yeah. all that stuff yes yeah. yes you can in maybe five years you'll be able to do that and that's not good i mean no. it's we have to be social people we have to like go out and like network and to, to make the world work but if everyone sort of just stays home on their phone yeah i mean i don't know it's just i mean this is not about that this podcast yeah. is not about that but it's just talking about technology say in movies it's like yeah, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? And it's great a yeah. lot of times, but, you know, um, I don't really know many kids who aren't, at least for half the time they're out of school, glued to some sort of tablet or phone or video game console or right. what, you know? And it, it's maybe me because I didn't grow up like that, but yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a good thing because I think a lot of, um, People who are doing the hiring now of people who are like coming out of college, they're finding out that like, they don't have certain skills because of that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, so um, yeah, we need to do that. And he picks up his phone. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any systems that can do that, so yeah. I'm gonna have to just leave. No, we need you to do it. I know. I'm looking at my phone to get that done. No, physically, we right. need you to do that thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's here. Oh, here, okay. I got I got Task Rabbit to do it. Yeah. For me. No, the whole point is for you to do the job. <laughs> I actually used some of the money to pay someone to pay Task Rabbit to do that for me. Then in turn, I get to also do this other thing that I've been doing, which makes me more money than I'm making. Yeah. And I'm making more money than you guys right now within the last hour. And you know, follow me on Twitter and my, yeah. and I'm actually filming it right now. And I have you know making all this money. Exactly. <laughs> Go. Well, well played. I, so you're our CEO now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's that's that's an interesting though. Going back to pump up the volume, like what can you reboot? What can't you? That's an interesting thing. That and it's not even like logistic things. Like they shouldn't do Back to the Future. They probably will once you know Zemeckis dies. Right. It's not a matter of what they should and shouldn't reboot. It's which ones can't almost just due to the yeah. ideals. That you can't even shift a little bit. Like I said, like we said before, it's like you can write that your, you know, phone breaks, or you can write that, oh, there's you know no electricity here. Uh, you can always work a certain things out. I just sure. feel like there's, I don't know it's just that seems like that movie definitely seems like you mentioned of the time of something you couldn't do now. Right. It just doesn't seem. Is there someone who's rebellious that probably has a rebellious podcast? Yes. But the idea that you're just reaching a certain group that would listen every night. Like if someone told you, like if you're in high school, 
then it's like, oh man, there's some random guy that just plays cool music and talks about how much he hates our school. Cool. What channel and what time? Nine o'clock every night or 10 o'clock, whatever it was. Cool. And you're, you're young. You're doing that. You do that now. I couldn't imagine doing it now. Like you said, it's a radio. Yeah. It's got it, a radio app that I can listen to. Right. And, and it, <clears throat> yes, it'd probably be a radio app, but like if somehow we can't trace where that. I and know. I would even get, I mean, yes, you can write anything about, oh, he's savvy. He's the computer guy, so he knows how to hide or whatever. But it would have to be something that would be live. And it's so funny, too, in the movie. It's like there's a kid that sells cassettes from the show for people that missed it. And it's like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Here's a cassette. Oh, good. I can listen to the show. Like, how do I listen to that? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's... it's um it seems to me something where you'd pitch and you'd update it, but yeah. like all in all, you know, you got, uh, let's kind of move this one to the back burner. Cause I don't know, like if it will take out there. Yeah. Um, and sure. Is there someone out there that has a great take on how to do it? Of course. I'm sure that's one of the scripts they have right now. It's just sitting here within, you know, the 10 minutes we've been talking about it. It's just, how do you do it? the way they would have done it you know i mean yes you could just logistically uh just say he does that and people find a radio and that's kind of part of the thing it's like oh i have an app on my phone that has the radio so i can still he's still broadcasting i open up my fm app say that exists or whatever and you listen to it so i mean there's definitely ways to figure it out it's just they you're take you're asking the audience for a lot too right Someone's sitting there and it's like, I, I don't even listen to the radio now. You know, get in my car, put in a podcast, or I have my serious satellite, you know. Was he, I can't remember, was he like a tech kind of, not sort of a... He, he, they made it seem that way because he had a lot of gear, yeah. but there is a line, I think, in the movie, I think he said uh, something like, my dad bought me a shortwave radio so I could talk to my friends back east, but then I realized I couldn't reach them or yeah. something, so then he realized he had a radio. But you see all his gear, it's like he has a cassette player, He's got, you know, something to d- disguise his voice, mm-hmm. a little short wave to, to send the signal. But it's not, he's not sitting there like a mixer. Ah, my levels. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, they, you assume he is smart enough to set that up because in the end of the movie, um, everyone should just go see Pump Up the Volume if you can. It's really good. Yeah. At the end of the movie, um, he needs to go mobile. So he attaches, he makes the best version he can on a Jeep. So he just has the the antenna, the signal, and his microphone, and they're driving around. So it, that's probably the one part where they show that he's techy enough to build it. But mm-hmm. they, it's not like he's in school and it's like, oh, there's the nerd. He plays, you know, he, he's a nerd because he wears his glasses. But when he's on the radio, no glasses. It's the whole Clark Kent Superman. <laughs> he's a nerd. He's wearing glasses. Look at him. He's a nerd. No, you just have to like really sell it. You yeah. know, they really didn't leave it up to the audience to go okay i get it he's a nerd no he's glasses pocket protector he's all right. stuff. oh okay <laughs> and i do that yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> well and that was the thing they had to, to have the two personalities because it was easier for him to talk on the radio but he was super shy in school it was easy just to talk to nobody in a room as opposed to being at school so he did have his two personas and obviously he couldn't be the coolest guy at school because everyone would be like that guy seems like we hear him talk all the time. He sounds just like that guy we listen to. He's just some kid at the school that, you know, doesn't stick out. Right. So that stuff, all the school stuff, you could totally work 
like you could have the two personas all the school stuff would be easy to to figure out and yeah and there was some subplot with the school just uh kicking out kids that would bring down their grades because they were they were all about getting you know the highest scores in the school which you know generated money so there was like that weird subplot of terrible schools i was like oh that's kind of interesting you know just sort of like we'll cut all the kids who aren't doing well we'll just expel them so our test scores are still the highest which in turn gets us more money from the district so there was a subplot to that and then you know kids being messed up which is always you know the struggle so kids can watch the movie and identify but i think all that stuff it's just the fact that how do you get everyone in the new movie to listen to this guy in a realistic way right you know, where some kid who watched it now going, he speaks for me, but I don't understand this radio concept. <laughs> I think people understand, like, the word radio. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I get in my yeah. car, and it's the radio. It's like, what do you, what do, you do when you're home? Oh, I have my phone. Plug my phone into my Bluetooth speaker, and I listen to whatever. So it's just that idea of, like, oh, yeah, you probably don't have a radio in your house. You just think of a radio as being my car. Yeah. Do you see it with... A lot of radios in people's cars, like the whole the whole movie, people are just in cars listening. Yeah, it's like boring, but like it's just. I, I guess I mean that would be it. It's like oh no, I guess that would be your only thing. It's how do we listen to him? You have to get in your car. Then you just have to assume every kid in high school has a car, I, right? I guess once again, you do have to step back and cut out a lot of logic because that's what we do when we go to the movies. You just take out sometimes later like things that stick out. You're like, well, that was stupid, right? And other things you just sort of. You know, you suspend your um, disbelief a little bit. And you're like, okay, I can accept what they're doing. But let's just say every kid jumped into a car to listen to this radio show. Maybe. <laughs> you know. But like you said, I think that's you, – you nailed it too by saying no one wants to do anything. So it's like, oh, his show's starting. Yeah, yeah but I have to go down to my car. That's way over there. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's the way people sort of view everything. Like, oh. It's the whole thing. I got to go down 150 feet for this. And uh, I just don't want to do it today. I just want to. I'm already on the couch. I'm already sitting. <laughs> the phone's in my hand. Yeah. Instagram is. I'm just scrolling up the same photos I was scrolling up five minutes ago. But yeah. I'm trying to see if there's something new. I uh, took a photo of myself with dog ears. Yeah. I posted that. Yeah. <laughs> Done all the posts today. Went on Twitter again. I don't know what else to do. It's like. Guys, there's so much to do out there. <laughs> it's not just your those... phone can do a lot more than those three apps. Yeah, it's just I don't know, but um, I mean, I'd I'd be interested to see someone try to like update it and do something yeah. because even if people do go out in their phones, yeah. go out in their cars, I I'd, I'd still go along with it. You know, right? It's that that thing where in movies, um. It even happens today because the scene is better. But um, every time someone has something really important to say to mm-hmm. someone, you know, it's a knock on the door. Yeah. And it's a face-to-face conversation. When normally, if you have something to say to someone, you pick up the phone. Yeah. And it's not, I get it, it's not an interesting thing just to do like an intercut scene of like two people on the phone. Yeah. All the time. It's better to just to see that like confrontation face-to-face. Yeah. In the days of, you know, people who didn't call and they just sort of show up on someone's door to apologize or yeah. to make that last romantic plea or whatever. Yeah. It's like, how did you know she was home? Yeah. She didn't have to be home. She's going to let you in and do it. It's like she, 
she you're banking on the fact that she would have to be where you want her to be when she's when you want her to be there right and i mean yes most people say because movie yeah and that makes i'm okay with that's it i'm gonna do my last ditch, ditch effort in like any 80s movie you go to the house and she's the one that answers the door it's like come on yeah exactly i, I mean there's a lot that has to play into this <laughs> exactly so i mean because <clears throat> people did more in the 80s they went to the mall they went to the mall. They went places, and then like just <laughs> to work on, on his script. It's like, oh, we can go here. We can go here. Yeah. Now it's like, man, people really don't go. <laughs> Would you say that was? Uh, I don't know. It was like ten podcasts ago or something. It's like the hardest thing is to get someone to leave the room in the script. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that anymore. No one yeah. leaves. No one. <laughs> no one. It's just. Should we leave the room? No. Yeah. We don't have to. <laughs> it's it's the hardest thing to like <laughs> try to get people out of there. Um, for what reason is like now no one has to leave yeah yeah it, it, you know it's just people are just on their phone like everywhere you go it's like i look at it as the imaginary friend it's like you <laughs> are alone somewhere and okay. you can't for the life of me like you can't for the life of you stand there observe and just be yeah for like 10 minutes yeah 20 minutes like you can't so you have to like because you know the eyes are on you for some reason everyone's looking <laughs> at you We're like what is that person doing over there yeah, you're yeah. just kind of like hanging out nobody cares yeah but you default to your phone yeah and you pour everything into that phone and you scroll and it's like we all know what you're doing you're on the same instagram that you've been on the whole time yeah it's the same pictures or the same facebook feed or whatever right and it's like you seem so enthralled in the phone like oh this is important and it's like no it's like there's stuff happening around like to people watch. Yeah, but did you see this burrito? This yeah. burrito's gorgeous. Exactly. <laughs> like, like you could literally do that anytime. You may be in a place where like literally to observe life as it's happening, nature as it's happening is amazing. It's this thing that's happening in this one moment in time. Yet you're on something that's always there. The internet yeah. never forgets. So you just like you could scroll at any time, yeah. but it's like you're always there on the phone in that device. And I think that like realistically, and it's not me talking because like that's not what I do, but I just think you're like missing a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's not like you're watching some new content. It's like you're you're just scrolling through the yeah. same stuff. And so I think people are content to do that. I just became about that, but people are content to do that. And I think that like a lot of people are going to be sort of missing out, yeah. you know, with online editor post. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about a um, trip that his family took to he and his family took to Scotland, mm -hmm. you know, and they're on the train and they were going past this like beautiful countryside and his two boys were just all enthralled in their phones. And he's like, boys, you could do that at any time. Yeah. Look, this is beautiful. And they probably at an age where, like, you go, yeah, whatever. It's yeah. just hills or whatever. But it's like, guys, like, I don't know if we're going to ever like, be back here. It's like, look at this tonight at the hotel. Yeah. That's fine. I don't care because there's nothing to look at in the hotel, and we want you guys to be quiet tonight. <laughs> right. Exactly. Save your content for tonight when we want you to be quiet. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this just enjoy this i mean this yeah. is why we're here we're not here i mean that phone will be, whatever you're looking at it's still going to be there when we get back yeah it's that one thing that like you go when you're 20 say they're 11 mm -hmm. and like you're 24 and you go oh man my dad took me to to europe and i um i had a chance to really enjoy it and like take it in but i didn't because i was just on the phone 
Or the kid's like, oh, that was the time I got the highest score. Man, that was the greatest trip. More like like, it. More like it. That's more like it. (laughs) Yeah, cut to um, the opening of Pump Up the Volume. He's about to go live, and then he looks at his phone, and it's three hours of him just scrolling. Oh, I meant uh, maybe tomorrow. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, I was going to go live. I I just... uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got I got thralled into it, and then you just see him switching apps, looking the same. Exactly. Thing. The clock ticks by. Exactly. Ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> Passes out the phone and says, "Ah." <laughs> I'd watch that. Like this reboot's just sad. <laughs> and wow. credit scenes. John, get off your ass. Go do something. Yeah, do something. Get out. Enjoy the day. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I was there tonight. <laughs> End games like get out <laughs> inside. Um, yeah, it's you know, I I mean every time I can tell my nephew, I tell him get off the phone, you know, or what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching my iPad. Do you want to come out and kind of talk to the family? No, I'm good here. But you've been looking at that same video for the last five hours. Yeah, I like it. Oh, I'm really yeah. Yeah. Let me close the door. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to show you how to make a shortwave video. <laughs> exactly. Why? So you can talk to your friends. Does it go to their iPhones? No. Then I don't want to do that. Right. Exactly. Does my shortwave radio link to anything? Is there? Do I get likes and subscribers? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. You won't even know. You have to open a P.O. box. Yeah. What the hell is a P.O. box? <laughs> yeah, Someone will write you a letter. A what? <laughs> What's a letter? Okay, I give up. I definitely want to watch Pump of the Volume with a sixteen-year-old. Nice, just to see how they even. That'll be <laughs> that'll be a reaction video that I would actually be into. So wait, so people mailed him yeah. stuff to the thing. Yep. So someone wrote that letter, knowing that's going to take like four days. Exactly. Why didn't they just you know tweet just, it? Yeah, just oh. tweet him a question. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, and it's like, oh, the cops are here. All oh, right, I gave out my Instagram. Oh, I'm not good at the. I'm not good at pirate radio. <laughs> okay, so now we know to make a good spoof. Yeah, there you go. I guess that was it. I, I just don't know. And once again, nothing is foolproof. Yes, I mean, there's probably yeah. some racist movies you probably wouldn't want to remake. Right. You know, there's you know, I don't know if you want to do Holiday Inn. Or anything like that, where you're like, oh, that's not, oh, there's a couple scenes. Oh, I, yeah, I probably not going to remake this movie. <laughs> just a few things. Yeah, you're like, let's tweak a couple of things. Let's we'll tweak that whole thing yeah. there. Oh, and that line, it's like we yeah. talked about before. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, we do if we leave it to Beaver. We'll just leave some of those right. things out. But those are just Ooh. script fixes, though. Right. Those aren't logistic, right. you know. Exactly. It's like, how do people do that? It'd be like the, no, we're going to keep milk delivery. Exactly, <laughs> because it's like hipster. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, oh, hipster. here's our organic goat milk. Oh, um, delivered in, you know, hand blown glass. Oh, here's some hemp straws. Oh, for <laughs> <all this> shit. <laughs> exactly. I guess the only people doing something are the people that have like the 27 jobs. So it's like that weird thing. It's like, I'm sure some millennials will be like, we do a lot. Well, yeah, you have to have 27 jobs because they all pay like shit. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But that's eight of your jobs are online, so I don't know if that. <laughs> One of them's giving blood. Yeah. It's taking surveys. Um, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. They, millennials do. I mean, or I don't even know if millennials are like I don't older, know if it's older that. now. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, know what it is now. But. 
I think there, yeah, there's that subsection of people that, yeah, they're on their phones the whole time, but then there's also the ones that have to work eight jobs. So yeah. there's a contrast of, well, we have to do more, so we want to disconnect. But he's like, you guys like disconnect, disconnect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're doing Uber, Postmates, um, working at a bar or doing something. I mean, you're just doing so many jobs, right, because they don't pay. Yeah. Um, well, and if you're in L.A., you can't afford to live anywhere. Yeah, that's true. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, as they are, there is a house in uh, my neighborhood. Don't don't judge my neighborhood. It is very expensive, but mm-hmm. I rent. Uh, a house that went for $1.8 million, that is, $1.8 mm-hmm. million cash. <laughs> uh, we just happened to talk to the realtor, and he was a really nice guy. And he's like, oh, he goes, I'm probably not going to have any more open houses. He had one. Yeah. We just happened to talk to him. And he's like, no, no, I got a cash offer. I'm really excited. Oh, great. I mean, he didn't tell us total. Easily went up to Redfin and Zillow to look at the total. It wasn't like he was like, 1.8 bitches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which would be amazing. I wish. <laughs> That's the money. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, just like making yeah. it rain. <laughs> but and we looked it up and I was like, oh, cash offer, 1.8. And, and the thing is, in L.A., I mean, I don't know how it is across the country. I'm assuming like, the, like New York and San Francisco – um, same thing, but um, there are a lot of cash offers. Yeah, a lot of them lot of, for these, you know, million dollar, multi million dollar homes. Lot. Yeah, you know, and if you see if like sometimes you you guys were looking at those like rare finds that maybe what f- four to five or yeah, six, yeah. Um, which seems ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my god, I found a cheap house for six hundred thousand. Yeah. I can't afford I know. that, it's but like, it, in my head, it's cheap. It should, we should just buy it. It's free. I know. It's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> It's rare. It's, it's it's an actual house that like has some space to it, and it's only six hundred. Huh, and I don't have to rebuild it from the bottom up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> only the foundation has to be redone. But yeah. other than that, it's one of those things where um, those are getting bought up by I think like a lot of companies, a lot yeah. of international companies that are like we have several billion dollars on hand and yeah. we just want to buy up as many properties as we can. We're going to flip them and we're going to do all yeah. this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, as soon as you see these things, cash, yeah. $500,000 over cash. Yeah. I mean, as a person who has the house, like, what are you going to do? I got to take it. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, there, there are a lot we'll go through and they're like, uh, I remember we were looking at one that was five and I was like, we should put it off. We have no money. We We can't. <laughs> But the real the real estate agent said, "Well, we're probably not going to take any more offers because we already have six, and all of them are over, and they're all cash." And it was like they were just basically telling us, "Like you yes. can throw your name into it, but, but yeah, we have six ahead of you that are all over and cash offers." And we're like, "So you probably don't want us that can't do cash." <laughs> <laughs> I know it's 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 crazy. I mean, how do you compete with that? You know, I mean, and people who are offering cash have much more cash than that, and yeah. it's just that's what they do. Yeah. You know, the professional buyers, and it's like. I can't unless you um, make some sort of, and this is what happened to an assistant editor of mine recently who just bought a house, mm-hmm. she and her husband. Um, they sort of were a couple that appealed to the owner mm-hmm. and, and she sold to them because she liked them right? You know, and thought that they were going to sort of take care of the house. Right. Um, and that, yeah. And that is a thing. Um, on our new home buying uh, podcast that starts right now uh, <laughs> is uh, I, that used to be a thing where you could write a letter to the homeowner 
and, you know, sort of like, oh, you know, we're a young family. We really love your house. And, you know, that would help sway or something. But I was just like, if you're selling something, I don't give a shit. Like if I'm selling a house, someone's like, I'm going to burn it down after I pay you cash. Great. I don't care because I just sold my house. Like yeah. that's how I see it. I'm very cynical that way where it's like I was selling my house and people wrote me letters. I wouldn't care as long as I could get the money because I'm selling something. Yeah. Like I'm not at a garage sale going, what are you going to do with this? I want to know what you're going to do with this item that I'm selling. Well, I'm going to take it home. I'm going to take care. Okay, I'll sell it to you. I don't care. I'm trying to sell it. And that's how I view it. And I know some people are swayed with the letters. But in this market, I can't imagine me writing a nice letter going, I can't offer 80 over cash. I mean, I'm a pre-approved for the loan, but I love your house. I'm going to take care of it. I could picture myself retiring here. And they're going to look at the letter going, oh, that's really nice. But they're offering me 80 over cash. You know, I can't, how I would view it. Like if I was selling a house and I had 80 over cash and then there was a really nice letter from a family going, we'd really respect this house. Yeah, it's 80 over and cash and I'll close in 14 days. <laughs> I mean, the whole reason, why, I mean, when it's 80 over, if it was like 8,000 over, yeah, it's yeah. not, you know, you can kind of yeah. make an exception. When it's 80 over, the whole reason why you buy a house, part of the reasons to live in it and to yeah. maybe you know, have a family that yeah. you can raise in it. But um but it's it's one of the best investments, hopefully, right. that you can make. And so you'd want a return on that investment when you sell your house. And if someone's offering a larger return, yeah. You know, you put your blood, sweat and tears into it all those years yeah. and money and like you want to see recoup that. Yeah. And I get it. You know? And then some houses will go through and it's like, oh, they bought 10 years ago for half of what they're asking all right no they they deserve it they win yeah you know and it's not like you're cheating someone out of it it's like haha i stole this from that person and they're like oh we lost money you don't lose money in the housing market in la you only gain you don't i mean (laughs) you got oh man this house is losing value i better sell now it's like yeah wait a minute wait a while yeah yeah give it a year i mean if you're happy living there Give it a couple of years. That earthquake thing will go away. You know, like if you was after the San Francisco or something. Yeah. Like, no, don't worry. It, it'll it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. We go through ebbs and flows, but it, it's never to the point where it's like, oh, I bought it for seven hundred. It's worth a hundred. It's never going to be that. I no, mean, it'll be like I bought for seven. It went to six fifty, but now it's worth eight. Yeah. You know. And maybe if the like stock market, you know, goes south like they're sort of um, predicting, at some point. Yeah. Um. Maybe things will go down a little bit, but it's just like California is always three years behind the rest of the country. Yeah. So if it takes a hit, it's not going to take a dive here until right later. You know? Yeah. And unless those people had to move their house, like, so you bought it for seven, for example, the cheap ones and the stock market crashes and it's like, oh, we can't sell our home, but do we need to move? No, we'll just hold on to it. Yeah. But if you need to move, then you might have to take the hits like oh i got this job that's really going to be right. great all right i have to take a hit you know and then i think there's some sort of tax write-off or something too i mean right. not full write-off but i think there is some sort of tax thing you can do if you're selling for a loss for some reason but that i'm not 100 percent sure i thought i read that somewhere mm-hmm. but i don't know if anyone ever sells for a loss here <laughs> you <Yeah>. know like <laughs> yeah it's it's um thing where the neighborhoods and the the, the the flow of people coming in is so great that, mm. you know, all these neighborhoods like Highland Park and all these yeah. places that people didn't even go. Yeah. You know, now, you know, it's the 
the new place to be. And right. so they're always looking at, you know, um, the business is always looking at where to position themselves in some, some neighborhood. Yeah. And so they put that anchor down, you know, that Whole Foods or that um, all about the Whole Foods. or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Once you put that in, you know that neighborhood is going <laughs> hipster. Like, wonder what they're building there. Whole Foods to come. Well, I can't uh, yeah. afford this neighborhood now. Exactly. <laughs> That's it's like, what are you building? 99 cent store? Okay, I can still yeah, afford right. to live here. We're still good. We're still good. <laughs> Strip mall? Okay, we're we're fine. We're I, fine. I can I can stay here. Then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone can figure out the uh, pump up the volume conundrum, let us know. Yeah, please let us know. I, I would like to know uh, everyone's workaround on the uh, pump up. Yes. Yeah, first of all, go watch yeah. pump up the volume, yeah. and then uh, watch it first, and then send us your workarounds. Yeah, we'll, and your we'll scripts. <laughs> yeah, send us your scripts, please. All right, John and I are going to go not pee for six, seven hours, I guess. I, I don't know how long Endgame is. Is it a road show? Is it, what is it? I, I think that it's broken up into eight episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure how Endgame works. Oh. All right, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all those fun things. Uh, this has been Post-Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Take it easy. Oh,